What's Allah regarding an injury that causes unemployment and a temporary depreciation in value? Is the Mazda Chayyav such a temporary loss? For example, if he injured a person's arm and it's temporarily disabled, but it will fully heal. And for the Gemara Mishnah says, if a child hits a parent but does not cause a wound, or a person who causes a wound to another person on Yom Kippur, he's Chayyav in all five payments. Now, presumably, hitting them without making a wound is referring to a case where he temporarily disabled their arm. And we see that he's still Chayyav to pay. The Gemara says, not approved. The Mishnah may be talking about a case where the child made his parent deaf without causing a wound. For fact, my Rabbi has said that a child who makes his parent deaf is Chayyav Misa because deafness is caused by the creation of a wound in the ear. And for the case of the Mishnah is where the son shaved the father's head, thereby decreasing his value without causing a wound. In fact, the hair is going to go back. If, if so, if that's the case of the Mishnah, we still see, we can see from there that a person who must pay for a temporary decrease in value, the said the case is that he removes his father's hair with a cream, which removes it permanently. The Mishnah says you'd have to pay for pain because the case is where the father had open skin on his head and the cream causes pain. You'd have to then spend money to treat those irritations, which is why the son must pay for healing. The case is that the father's profession was being a, a public clown and he therefore can't effectively do so with the open wounds on his head, so he has to pay for unemployment. And clearly there's embarrassment associated with this as well. That's why the son has to pay for bites as well. With regard to Rabbi's question, we find that Abayi says the Mazik must pay for the temporary damage, and Rabbi says he does not have to do so. Zakhmer writes, if a person cuts off the hand of someone else's evidence, if Abayi said he has to pay the value of the hand to the slave, value of the unemployment to the master. Rabbi says both the payments go to the slave, who buys a piece of land with that money, and the master has the rights to the produce of that land. Machalikis is only where the loss in value of the slave affects the master. However, if the loss of value does not affect the master, for example, a person cut off the tip of the ear or the tip of the nose of the slave, well, would agree the entire payment goes to the slave. Zakhmar, the Mishnah follows the view of Shimon of a Bryce. The Bryce, the mayor, says, when assessing embarrassment, we view the victim as if he was once wealthy and had lost his wealth, which results in the middle of the road evaluation. Since all Yidin come from Rabbi Yisrael Yaakov, Rehuda says a greater person is assessed according to his level, less a person according to his level. Shimon says, with regard to wealthy people, we view them as if they have lost their wealth. With regard to poor people, we view them as the least among them, meaning the, the, the lowest of the poor people. Now, our Mishnah says we assess based on who did the embarrassing and who was embarrassed. That clearly doesn't follow a mayor. It also can't follow Rabbi Yehuda because the Mishnah later says that one is high for embarrassing a blind person, but according to Rabbi Yehuda, he would not be chayev. Therefore, the mission must follow Rabbi Shimon. In fact, maybe because the Mishnah even follows Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda demands that if a blind person embarrasses someone, he does not have to pay. But would agree with the Mishnah that if someone embarrasses a blind person, he would have to pay. Mar says no, because the Mishnah later makes a difference between a sleeping person that is embarrassed and a sleeping person who that embarrasses somebody else. Since it does not make that same difference regarding a blind person, it suggests that the Mishnah holds that in both cases, the one who embarrasses would be potter. Therefore. The Mishnah can't be said to follow Rabbi Yehuda, must be following Rabbi Shimon. Bryce says if a person intended to embarrass a small person and instead embarrass a large person, he has to give the large person the money for embarrassing a small person. If he intended to embarrass a slave and instead embarrass a free man, he has to give a free person, the, the free man, the money he would be chayv to pay him for embarrassing the slave. Now, if the Bryce, uh, this Bryce seems not to follow Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, or Rabbi Shimon, because Gemara understood the Bryce as referring to a poor person as a small person and a rich person as a large person. Based on that, it can't follow Rabbi Meir. He says all people are looked at as being of equal financial wealth. It can't be Rabbi Yehuda because he said there's no embarrassment for us slave, and it can't be Rabbi Shimon, because he says that if someone intends to embarrass one person instead of embarrassing another person, he's potter. And if are, the Bryce can follow Rabbi Yehuda. Although he says we don't pay for a, uh, a slave for embarrassment, he would agree that in this case we would assess the embarrassment of a slave so that we can pay the, that amount to the free man. Now the Tarot Zagamar, we can say the Bryce that follows Rabbi Meir. When the Bryce says small and large, it is referring to a cotton and a, and a guttel, which are assessed differently. We find that the Republic says that a cotton is capable of being embarrassed. Zuck the mission if a person embarrasses a naked person or embarrasses a blind person or a person who is sleeping, he's chayv. However, if a sleeping person embarrasses someone, he's potter. If a person fell from a roof and injured and embarrassed a person through the fall, he's chayv for the damage, but potter for the embarrassment. The person's only chayv for embarrassment if he intended to do the embarrassment. 
Zachtigmar, Bryce says if a person embarrasses someone who is naked, he's chayy for the embarrassment, but the level of embarrassment is much less than if he embarrasses a person with clothing. If a person embarrasses someone in a bathhouse, he's chayy for the embarrassment, but the level of embarrassment is much less than if he, if he embarrasses a person who's in the market. Zachtigmar is a naked person capable of being embarrassed. I mean, he's standing without clothing. He's a he's not can't even be embarrassed. Papa said the case is that the person was wearing clothing and a wind came and lifted his robe, thereby exposing him. A person then came and lifted the robe even more, thereby embarrassing him. That would be a case of a naked person who is who can be embarrassed. Zachtigmar is a person in a bathhouse capable of being embarrassed. Mars says the mission is actually referring to someone who's bathing at a river without totally undressing, and a person came and exposed the bather, thereby embarrassing him. Perfect, Mar Baba Mamal asks, What if a person embarrasses a sleeping person who died in that sleep, never realizing that he was embarrassed? Zid explains the question, do we say that payment is made for the feeling of embarrassment and this person never had that feeling, or do we say payment is made for degrading the person and this person was degraded in front of other people even though he never himself knew it? Abraisa says, Rameyer says, a cherish and a cotton are paid for being embarrassed, but a shaita is not. Now, a cotton is not capable of having feelings of embarrassment. It must be he's paid because he was degraded in front of other people. In fact, if the reason is for degradation in front of others, why doesn't he have to pay for the embarrassment of a shaita? That's a shaita is already fully degraded in front of people. The Gemara says, Abraisa is no proof. It may be talking about a cotton that is capable of being embarrassed, like Rav Papa discusses else they will have soon. Our Papa said that Rabbi Mamel's question was, do we pay for embarrassment because of the person's feeling of embarrassment, or do we pay for the feelings of embarrassment of the person's family, in which case even the sleeping person who died should get paid. Based on this explanation, maybe we can answer from the Bryce quoted above regarding a cotton. Now, if we say that payment is for the feelings of the family, that's why a cotton is paid. But if not, uh, why would a cotton be paid? He's un- incapable of having feelings of embarrassment. Mar says, if the reason is for embarrassment of the family, why doesn't one pay uh, embarrassment to a shaita? Mar says, because a shaita, his family is never already fully embarrassed. Our Papa said, the Bryson not prove it may be talking about a cotton who that is capable of being embarrassed as we find in a Bryson. The Mishnah Mavayish is a sum of a chulwa. Our Mishnah, which says that a blind person is chayiv if he embarrasses somebody, does not follow Rabbi Hudu, who says in a Bryce that a blind person is potter from embarrassment, and he's also potter from going into Gullus if he kills the Arab accident, and he's also potter from Malchus and being potter from being put, being put to death by Bezin. He holds these potter from embarrassment based on Xer Shavu from Adam Zaymim, just like they're uh, not included in those halachas, the blind people are not included in those halachas, they're also not included in halachas of embarrassment. He holds a blind person is potter from Gullus because in a Bryce, Rabbi Hudu says the postic of Beloy Ro'is teaches that a blind person would not be subject to Gullus if he kills Bashoyge. Rabbi Meir, on the other hand, argues and says the positive comes to include a blind person in the Gaulish obligation. The Rebuta also holds that a blind person is part of being put to, beth, by, put to death by Bezin based on Xerish from Gaulish, and he says a blind person is part of from Malchus based on Xerish from one being put to death by Bezin. Abraham says Rebuta says a blind person is not high for embarrassment. Rebuta would make a, a would make Potter a blind person from all monetary laws in the Torah as well. He learns this from a pasuk that mentions the death penalty, Gaulish, and monetary laws. He dashes that this teaches anyone who is subject to the laws of a death penalty and Gaulish are subject to monetary laws. The blind person who is not is therefore not subject to monetary. Abraham says, Rabbi says, a blind person is not chayyeh for embarrassment, and Rabbi Yehuda would make Potter a blind person from all mitzvahs in the Torah. Shisha, the son of Rabbi Yehuda said, this is based on the Pazak, it says, Vizoyis ha mitzvah, achukim ha mishpatim, monetary laws. We dash that whoever is included in the monetary laws are included in all mitzvahs and chukim. A blind person who was not is therefore Potter from all mitzvahs and chukim. Rabbi Yosef, who was blind, said, initially, I said that if someone would tell me that Allah is like Rabbi Hudu, who said the blind person is part of doing mitzvahs, I would make a party because I do the mitzvahs anyway, even though I'm blind, and it's a greater for doing mitzvahs, even though I don't have an obligation. However, now that Rukhadina said, God I'll make a party if someone tells me that we do not pass on like Rabbi Huda.